0: Welcome to episode 11 of Shattered Glass Slipper. It is Dana, your hostess and creator of Shattered Glass Slipper. I am coming to you today live from Paris. Yes, I'm going to be talking about Paris later in the show. So I think how divine was the timing that I would be in Paris and get to use an example about Paris or speaking French when I talk about our topic today, your results and how you created them with your thoughts. Before I get to that, I do want to apologize. I want to apologize to the world because I did not get an interview with my papa. The reason I did not get an interview with my papa is because I didn't ask. (laughs) But you know what? Sometimes it's okay not to do something when you like your reasons for not doing it. I like my reasons for not asking my papa to sit down and record an interview with me because the moment I landed in Florida last week, I told my papa, hey, I thought I was going to get first class and I thought I was going to get to drink mimosa, but I did not get the upgrade. I missed it by one and I was disappointed. And he said, you know what, sweetie, then why don't we stop by and get you a mimosa? So I sat and had my mimosa while papa had his Bloody Mary. And at that point, when we finished, we had to go meet my cousins, my uncle, my aunt, We all gathered around. We spent the whole evening together. Literally, I fell asleep in a chair while my family was still at my papa's house. And then the next day, we just got going again. We got up, we celebrated Memorial Day. We went over to another aunt's house. We saw her sister, a bunch of friends. I got to go see my aunt. And I truly believe that there was no time for an interview in there because I decided what was important to me was having a celebratory weekend with my papa and getting to spend time and talk to all of these family members was more important than me trying to run my own agenda and say, hey, I need to steal an hour of your time. We need to go somewhere quiet. We need to record this. I'm gonna ask you questions. That just wasn't what the priority was gonna be. And I like my reasons for it. So I'm okay with not asking this time. I will ask in the future. All right, on to results. That's what we're talking about today. Okay, y'all, this is the last week we are spending on the model, at least for a while. At this point, you can go through all of the different model podcasts. I've covered each line of the model, starting with the model, then your thoughts, your feelings, your actions. Today, we're talking about results. Um, I am recording in Paris and I am just praying that there is not a siren that goes by. If you do not know what the Parisian sirens sound like, it's like, we are, we are, we are. <laughs> It is obnoxious. It is different than a siren in America. And if that goes off, I'm actually going to leave it. I'm going to leave it and let you hear it. And if not, you can Google it. But not right now. Don't get distracted. (laughs) Bear with me if we get a we-ah, we-ah. But back to results and how we create them with our thoughts. This is the whole concept of the model. The model is science to me. It's like a mathematical equation. Thoughts. Equal feelings, equal actions, equal results, ties back to that original thought. You know what's sitting above that equation? It's like above the line, not actually added in anywhere. Circumstances. That's just the reality. Everything that comes after that is what adds together to get you your result. And it starts with your thought. I want to use an example. I'm going to run through one of my models today so that you can see how my thought got me my result. Not the circumstance, but the thought. I got a dream opportunity. I've had a lot of those in life. Have you noticed that? Like, I've had more than one lottery win. Uh, I'm kind of like the queen of manifestation. <laughs> I just had to figure out how to appreciate and accept and have what I manifested and enjoy it. That's why I had to enter coaching. But I had a huge win after I graduated from college. I got the opportunity to come to France and teach English. They have an assistantship program where they bring native speakers into the schools in France because they want native speakers available to their students so that their students can hear English-spoken with a British accent or with an American accent, but from a native speaker. So I got the opportunity to come to France. I lived in a little town called Angoulême, and that is like two and a half hours on the TGV, the fast train out of Paris to the southwest, kind of like you're heading towards Spain. You're heading toward Bordeaux, but before you get to Bordeaux, there's this small town, 60,000 people. It has castle remnants. It's absolutely adorable and quaint. And I actually appreciate it so much more now than I ever did when I lived there. I was teaching in the schools and I spoke English in the schools because they're learning English. So I needed to take this upon myself to go out and speak French if I wanted to improve my French. I also found other assistants and... Among them, it was easy to have a sense of community. They were going through the same things. They had the same feelings that I had um, or similar feelings. We all came from different backgrounds. We were learning about each other. And these are amazing, great friends. These are friends that I still keep in touch with today. At the end of the month, I will be heading to Fairbanks, up to Alaska to see one of these friends. I love these friends that I made. Looking back, I have to be very honest with myself that my thoughts created a result from this time living in France with these friends. Once I got among these friends and I realized that their speaking ability was much greater than mine, they spoke French a lot better than I did, I started to have the thought, I feel stupid speaking French. I felt so stupid speaking amongst these other women, not being able to speak well in public, not being able to speak well when I had interactions with actual French people. And I felt like I was behind them, like I was not as good as them. And ultimately, my French was not as proficient as their French. Like, God bless her, Courtney Carlson. That woman speaks French and Spanish on top of her native tongue English, like, they just spoke French so much better than I did that I was too embarrassed. I thought, I feel stupid speaking French. I felt embarrassed. I stopped speaking French. What's the result, y'all? I lived in France for almost a year. And to this day, when people are like, oh, you lived in France, you speak French. It's like, uh, eh, not well. <laughs> I wasted that whole opportunity. I wasted that opportunity to immerse myself in the French language while I was living in the country of France because the thought running through my head daily, I feel stupid. I was comparing myself to other people. I was blaming things such as my college education that hadn't prepared me. Oh, well, American schools, they don't immerse you. They don't force you. They don't bring in native speakers like we're doing here in France. So my French is not good. I blamed everything else, and I let that feeling of I feel stupid make me feel embarrassed, which led me to not speaking French, not trying to speak French. I avoided speaking French at all costs. And like I told you before, I am so grateful to have these women as friends who are still my friends to today, but I also used that as a crutch. Instead of going out and trying to find situations where I could speak French with native speakers, I would try to do things with them all the time. Instead of interacting in public with native speakers, I would look to them to do it because they speak French well and I feel stupid when I speak French, so just let them do it for me. I created all of these situations from my thought I feel stupid speaking French. And what's the result? I feel pretty damn stupid today telling you that I lived in France for almost a year and I do not speak French well. (laughs) Still, I cannot understand it all the time. I don't always speak it that well. I cannot pull out of my head what I want to say. I have to live with that reality that my result came directly from that thought. There is probably something in your life right now that you're having this same thought about. There is probably something that you feel stupid saying or doing. Someone told me they feel stupid recording a podcast. Guess what? She doesn't have a podcast. Someone told me that she feels stupid going to this workout class, this bar class that I enjoy because she's not good at it. Guess what? Neither was I when I started. I now understand that little thoughts like that I'm not good at this, I feel stupid doing it, will lead you to the result of not doing anything, not having anything, because you felt too stupid to even try. What is something in your life that you're getting a result from that stems directly from the thought, I feel stupid, I feel too stupid to try it? Think about that for a minute. There is probably something in your life right now that you tried and you weren't good at the first time. And guess what? A lot of us aren't good at things the first time. It takes practice. Doing the model, you might not be good at at first. I thought I was great at the model. And then I realized that I was putting some thoughts and circumstances. And I was trying to write sentences instead of one word feelings. What if I would have just quit? What if I would have said, I feel stupid doing the model, and I would have never unlocked my mind using this equation so that I could see my thinking and change my thinking to start getting the results I want? Think about it again. I'm going to ask you again. Is there something in your life that you think, I feel stupid doing this, and therefore you don't do it? What if you gave yourself permission to feel stupid doing it for a while? Now, there are going to be things in your life, I alluded to this in the intro, that you don't do. I didn't ask my papa for an interview this past weekend because I didn't feel like the timing was right because I prioritized spending time with the family altogether. It would have been a much different result had that circumstance about the interview with papa You know, circumstance, interview with Papa. Thought, I'm too afraid to ask him. Feeling, scared. Action, don't ask. Result, no interview with Papa. Okay, can you see how that one came from a thought of being scared? If you're feeling scared or stupid, can you really be happy with that result of not having it? I'm going to give you the opposite, though. I don't have the interview because my thought was, I am so happy to spend time with the entire family. I don't want to try to steal him away to have a one-on-one interview. And how did I feel about that? I felt grateful. I felt grateful to have that time with my family, all of us together, because I know he enjoys that and I enjoy that. And the action was to be fully engaged and involved with the family. So the result of no interview from that, I'm okay with that. I like my reasons for that. But the result of not being able to speak French well, the result of having to say today, oh yeah, I speak French like a child, like a five-year-old speaks French because I was too afraid to do it, that feels different, y'all. And that's how you can decide. That's one of the things, you know, earlier we talked about making decisions from a place of because I love myself. When you run the model and you see what thoughts are creating your results, you can start to question that thought. You can start to see, before you even get to the result, you know your result's gonna be bad, why? Because that thought is about being afraid. That thought is about being too scared to ask. You know you're not gonna get the result you want from that. You've gotta go take life, and you've gotta go take life from a place of feeling empowered, from a place of feeling unafraid. And those thoughts have to be, I'm scared, but I'm going to do it anyway. I don't sound as good as the other girls when I speak, but I'm going to try it anyway. I can learn from them, not I feel stupid to speak in front of them. I'll have them do it for me. Okay, y'all, that's what I have to say about your results. If you're getting results you don't like, run the model. If you're seeing thoughts about being too afraid, feeling stupid, you know you're creating these bad results in your life. These results that, guess what, are going to leave you afraid and they're going to leave you feeling stupid because you're not going to be getting what you want and you're not going to like your reason. That's all I have for you this time around. Next week, we're going to move on from the model. I'm going to actually take requests. You know what? This is a request to y'all. This is a shattered glass. Oh my gosh. Did I really just screw up like that? Shattered glass slipper challenge this week is I want you to email me. Email me at sxglassslipper.com. Tell me something that you want to hear about. I'm going to pick either the option that I get most, <laughs> that I hear about most, or the one that I find most intriguing and that will be most helpful. It can be about victim mentality, blaming others. Oh man, I've got a whole list of ideas and some outlines here. I want to give you what you want. So email me at sxglassslipper.com. Shout out, say, hey Dana. I would love to hear more about this, that, or the other, or how you would deal with an issue like this, and that is what I'm talking about on the next episode. I cannot wait to hear from you. I'm so glad to have you listening. If you have any questions or feedback, please do not hesitate to reach out to me at sxglassslipper at gmail.com. You can find the website, currently under reconstruction, at www.shatteredglassslipper.wordpress.com or you can follow me on IG, feel free to slide into my DMs, Shattered Glass Slipper. Look forward to hearing from you. Okay y'all, this is the last week we are spending on the model, at least for a while. At this point, you can go through all of the different model podcasts. I've covered each line of the model, starting with the model, then your thoughts, your feelings, your actions. Today, we're talking about results. Um, I am recording in Paris, and I am just praying that there is not a siren that goes by. If you do not know what the Parisian sirens sound like, it's like, we on, we on, we on. It is obnoxious. It is different than a siren in America. And if that goes off, I'm actually going to leave it. I'm going to leave it and let you hear it. And if not, you can Google it. But not right now. Don't get distracted. <laughs> Bear with me if we get a wee are we are. But back to results and how we create them with our thoughts. This is the whole concept of the model. The model is science to me. It's like a mathematical equation. Thoughts, Equal feelings, equal actions, equal results ties back to that original thought. You know what's sitting above that equation? It's like above the line, not actually added in anywhere. Circumstances. That's just the reality. Everything that comes after that is what adds together to get you your result. And it starts with your thought. I want to use an example. I'm going to run through one of my models today so that you can see how my thought got me my result. Not the circumstance, but the thought. I got a dream opportunity. I've had a lot of those in life. Have you noticed that? Like, I've had more than one lottery win. Uh, I'm kind of like the queen of manifestation. <laughs> I just had to figure out how to appreciate and accept, and have what I manifested, and enjoy it. That's why I had to enter coaching. But I had a huge win after I graduated from college. I got the opportunity to come to France and teach English. They have an assistantship program where they bring native speakers into the schools in France because they want native speakers available to their students so that their students can hear English spoken with a British accent or with an American accent, but from a native speaker. So I got the opportunity to come to France. I lived in a little town called Angoulême, and that is like two and a half hours on the TGV, the fast train out of Paris to the southwest, kind of like you're heading towards Spain. You're heading toward Bordeaux, but before you get to Bordeaux, there's this small town, 60,000 people. It has castle remnants. It's absolutely adorable and quaint. And I actually appreciate it so much more now than I ever did when I lived there. I was teaching in the schools and I spoke English in the schools because they're learning English. So I needed to take this upon myself to go out and speak French if I wanted to improve my French. I also found other assistants and... Among them, it was easy to have a sense of community. They were going through the same things. They had the same feelings that I had um, or similar feelings. We all came from different backgrounds. We were learning about each other, and these are amazing, great friends. These are friends that I still keep in touch with today. At the end of the month, I will be heading to Fairbanks, up to Alaska, to see one of these friends. I love these friends that I made. Looking back, I have to be very honest with myself that my thoughts created a result from this time living in France with these friends. Once I got among these friends and I realized that their speaking ability was much greater than mine, they spoke French a lot better than I did, I started to have the thought, I feel stupid speaking French. I felt so stupid speaking amongst these other women, not being able to speak well in public, not being able to speak well when I had interactions with actual French people. And I felt like I was behind them, like I was not as good as them. And ultimately, my French was not as proficient as their French. Like, God bless her, Courtney Carlson. That woman speaks French and Spanish on top of her native tongue English, like, They just spoke French so much better than I did that I was too embarrassed. I thought, I feel stupid speaking French. I felt embarrassed. I stopped speaking French. What's the result, y'all? I lived in France for almost a year. And to this day, when people are like, oh, you lived in France, you speak French. It's like, eh, not well. (laughs) I wasted that whole opportunity. I wasted that opportunity to immerse myself in the French language while I was living in the country of France because the thought running through my head daily. I feel stupid. I was comparing myself to other people. I was blaming things such as my college education that hadn't prepared me. Oh, well, American schools, they don't immerse you. They don't force you. They don't bring in native speakers like we're doing here in France. So my French is not good. I blamed everything else, and I let that feeling of I feel stupid make me feel embarrassed, which led me to not speaking French, not trying to speak French. I avoided speaking French at all costs. And like I told you before, I am so grateful to have these women as friends who are still my friends to today, but I also used that as a crutch. Instead of going out and trying to find situations where I could speak French with native speakers, I would try to do things with them all the time. Instead of interacting in public with native speakers, I would look to them to do it because they speak French well and I feel stupid when I speak French, so just let them do it for me. I created all of these situations from my thought I feel stupid speaking French. And what's the result? I feel pretty damn stupid today telling you that I lived in France for almost a year and I do not speak French well. (laughs) Still, I cannot understand it all the time. I don't always speak it that well. I cannot pull out of my head what I want to say. I have to live with that reality that my result came directly from that thought. There is probably something in your life right now that you're having this same thought about. There is probably something that you feel stupid saying or doing. Someone told me they feel stupid recording a podcast. Guess what? She doesn't have a podcast. Someone told me that she feels stupid going to this workout class, this bar class that I enjoy because she's not good at it. Guess what? Neither was I when I started. I now understand that little thoughts like that I'm not good at this, I feel stupid doing it, will lead you to the result of not doing anything, not having anything, because you felt too stupid to even try. What is something in your life that you're getting a result from that stems directly from the thought, I feel stupid, I feel too stupid to try it? Think about that for a minute. There's probably something in your life right now that you tried and you weren't good at the first time. And guess what? A lot of us aren't good at things the first time. It takes practice. Doing the model, you might not be good at at first. I thought I was great at the model, and then I realized that I was putting some thoughts and circumstances, and I was trying to write sentences instead of one word, word feelings, what if I would have just quit? What if I would have said, I feel stupid doing the model, and I would have never unlocked my mind using this equation so that I could see my thinking and change my thinking to start getting the results I want? Think about it again. I'm going to ask you again. Is there something in your life that you think I feel stupid doing this and therefore you don't do it. What if you gave yourself permission to feel stupid doing it for a while? Now there are going to be things in your life, I alluded to this in the intro, that you don't do. I didn't ask my papa for an interview this past weekend because I didn't feel like the timing was right because I prioritized spending time with the family altogether. It would have been a much different result had that circumstance about the interview with Papa, you know, circumstance, interview with Papa, thought, I'm too afraid to ask him, feeling scared, action, don't ask, result, no interview with Papa. Okay, can you see how that one came from a thought of being scared? If you're feeling scared or stupid, can you really be happy with that result of not having it? I'm going to give you the opposite, though. I don't have the interview because my thought was, I am so happy to spend time with the entire family. I don't want to try to steal him away to have a one-on-one interview. And how did I feel about that? I felt grateful. I felt grateful to have that time with my family, all of us together, because I know he enjoys that and I enjoy that. And the action was to be fully engaged and involved with the family. So the result of no interview from that, I'm okay with that. I like my reasons for that. But the result of not being able to speak French well, the result of having to say today, oh, yeah, I speak French like a child, like a five-year-old speaks French, because I was too afraid to do it, that feels different, y'all. And that's how you can decide. That's one of the things. You know, earlier we talked about making decisions from a place of because I love myself. When you run the model and you see what thoughts are creating your results you can start to question that thought you can start to see before you even get to the result you know your results going to be bad why because that thought is about being afraid that thought is about being too scared to ask you know you're not going to get the result you want from that you've got to go take life you've got to go take life from a place of feeling empowered from a place of feeling unafraid and those thoughts have to be i'm scared but i'm going to do it anyway I don't sound as good as the other girls when I speak, but I'm going to try it anyway. I can learn from them. Not, I feel stupid to speak in front of them. I'll have them do it for me. Okay, y'all. That's what I have to say about your results. If you're getting results you don't like, run the model. If you're seeing thoughts about being too afraid, feeling stupid, you know you're creating these bad results in your life. These results that, guess what, are going to leave you afraid and they're going to leave you feeling stupid because you're not going to be getting what you want, and you're not going to like your reason. That's all I have for you this time around. Next week, we're going to move on from the model. I'm going to actually take requests. You know what? This is a request to y'all. This is a slatter, shattered. Oh, my gosh. Did I really just screw up like that? Shattered glass slipper challenge this week is I want you to email me. Email me at sxglasslipper.com. Tell me something that you want to hear about. I'm going to pick either the option that I get most, (laughs) that I hear about most, or the one that I find most intriguing and that will be most helpful. It can be about victim mentality, blaming others. Oh man, I've got a whole list of ideas and some outlines here. I want to give you what you want, so email me at sxglassslipper.com. Shout out, say hey Dana. I would love to hear more about this, that, or the other, or how you would deal with an issue like this, and that is what I'm talking about on the next episode. I cannot wait to hear from you.